What's up, fam, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 91. Woo! We are recording on Wednesday, March 17th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, John Swanson. Joining me today is Angie Stellar Smalls. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. It's St. Patty's Day today. Yes, it it's is. kind of exciting, and the sun came out, which is great. <laughs> AJ, how are you, dude, man? You... I didn't even know that it was a St. Patrick's Day, so that shows Shut you where I'm at up. in the world. What? Dude, yeah, seriously. I saw a donut in the uh, like staff lounge with green and yellow and white sprinkles, and that's when I remembered that it was St. Patrick's oh. Day. Yep. See, even when I was like, like I still drink from time to time, but even when I was like a big, big drinker, I didn't really drink on the drinking holidays almost as like a, like I'm a hipster. Like I do this on a Tuesday. I don't need to do this on St. Patrick's Oh Day. yeah. Like you're contrarian. I don't <laughs> right, want to be yeah. part of the establishment. Exactly. I'm gonna... Like, and plus I don't want to drink green beer. There's already enough crappy things in beer. Like I don't need Valid to add point. like something else to it. Yeah. That Miller Lite's probably going to kill you anyway. You don't need to add more yeah. to it. Plus, it's amateur hour. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wouldn't. <laughs> people start drinking usually at like six or seven in the morning sometimes. I know. Like in St. Paul when I used to work down there, man. Yeah. Like it was nuts by the time I was leaving work at like 7 a.m. So uh, some of them were pretty hardcore. Yeah. A friend of mine got married on St. Patrick's Day, which was interesting because. <laughs> After and it was in, in St. Paul, and after like the reception ended at like midnight, there was still like festivities going on, like just like the walk back to the hotel, was, you know, was kind of fun. So, yeah, I, I get the appeal for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. Angie, are you doing anything tonight? Crazy? Uh, no, no, I don't drink, no. um, so I'm not gonna be oh. all, I'm not gonna get all crazy wasted outside, but um. I am wearing just a, I'm wearing a wild shirt. That's my green for today. And nice. the wild have been doing really great. So I'm not mad about it. Yeah, they have. Caprizov's a beast. Mm-hmm. Dude, the, <laughs> out of like neither of the, of the three of us, hopefully Chris will join us later and maybe he has plans for tonight, but this is pretty lame. I have to live vicariously through others now that I don't drink either. So, well, there's also a pandemic. You're not supposed to be going out and playing, whatever. Right <laughs> it's fine. Alcohol kills everything, dude. Everybody sure. knows that, and it raises their internal body temperature. So, have some whiskey. You can fight the exactly uh, virus easier. Yeah, you just got to stick to super hard alcohol like Everclear. Whiskey. Yeah, okay. Raising <laughs> fire. Yep. Those are my drinking recommendations for the day. Uh, anyway, twenty-one this, or older. And he condones their use as a potential role model. Please, please drink responsibly, <laughs> or preferably not at all. Maybe uh, <laughs> th- this week on the pod, aside from drinking in St. Patrick's Day, we will be talking about uh, PlayStation stealing Google Studio, what it looks like to ride through Super Mario World Japan, and some other good and bad things in the video game industry that have come up in the last week or so. So uh, look forward to that. As we get going, we'll get into the lowdown. If you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, feel free to reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send an email to us at podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. That's our website, MostlyNormalGamers.com. Go check it out. Sign up for a newsletter there, Mostly Normal Monthly. We're on episode, or uh, what was it, seven? Mm-hmm. Just came out last week. And uh, you can also 
subscribe or find back issues at mngamers.substack.com. So go check us out at all of those places. And with that out of the way, let's get into what we've been playing. Angie, Hmm, what the hell is MCC? Master Chief Collection? You got it. Nailed it. it. Tell us about it. Yeah, I just, I've been playing some multiplayer because I got some new headphones that um, work like with chat with my xbox now so i try to chat with people nobody wants to chat with me so i'm like just sitting there like an idiot talking to myself which is fine but um no just playing some multiplayer on there because that's just always a good classic one to go back to yeah which one were you playing the other day when you posted or didn't you tweet something about you you sniped somebody oh i did yeah i did was that that halo three four um Um, cause I do, it's a, I do a mix where it can add any map from Halo, the original and anniversary all the way to Halo four. I don't include Halo reach though. Cause no, thank you. Is that not a good one? I thought that was a good one. I just wasn't a fan, but is, it, um, is that the one that is, are those the ones that are like RTSs kind of? No, the Halo reach at least was a full first person. Oh yeah. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Now I'm having, really now I'm it. doubting myself, but no, I think you're right, AJ. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I swear there was an RTS type halo game. Yeah, there I is for it was sure. Reach, but I can't remember what it was called. So, but no, yeah. So that was just a random lucky shot. I think just, yeah, it, right it, like, time it was... falling shooting type of situation. <laughs> yeah, if those listening haven't seen it, go check out Angie at stellar smalls on Twitter. And, uh, I don't know if it's your pin tweet or not, but it's, uh, Oh, I didn't know pretty... I could do that. I forgot about yeah. that. I'm retweeting it right now as well from the Mostly Normal Gamers. Pretty solid shot because you're just like kind of strafing to the left and like <laughs> I feel and like falling. you shoot like on accident almost and like somebody like you come up as like they're it was, it was a good shot. Was a good yeah, shot. I mean, in, in the beginning part of the in that 10 second video, you can see them in the left corner and I don't know how I missed them, but I just I guess wasn't paying attention to that side and then I finally noticed them and then as i was falling off the ledge and shot so it was just like one of those lucky perfect shots that you just want to watch over and over and over i hear you but yeah so i've been been playing that and um also i i caved this weekend this past weekend and i bought mario party for the switch and it's it's fun because i i always loved playing the mario party game on 64 all-time favorite one to play um i don't know why it's just one of those fun things and on the 64 i remember because some of the mini games you have to um rotate the stick that sounds really (laughs) bad but you have to rotate it like really really fast so you have usually use the palm of your hand and then you just like go back and forth and it just and you would get just this circle mark on your palm from the 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 thumbstick so yeah just like the gloves from N64, no, they gave out the gloves to like avoid being sued. Yes, I've heard of that. I didn't even know there was such a thing. I I think we got the 64 in like a trash can and like somehow got the game. So yeah, I don't even know there was gloves for it. Should have would have been very very helpful back in the day. <laughs> but this this one this game so the Mario Party with the Switch it I like it because. I mean, you still have to use some of the controls, but you actually physically, you know, to roll the dice, you hold it horizontally. One of the Joy-Cons, you hold it horizontally and you just reach up in the air to hit the die. So that's like, it's like you're actually hitting it, but 
not same time so that's kind of fun and then you um so when you're doing the river river run game it's called something else i love that i think it's yeah you know, like river row. rafting run or yeah, something yeah, yes close. yeah so like you you take your joy con and you have it in one hand and you're like you actually like move your arm like you're rowing which is fun too um and it <laughs> It's, I don't know, I like that game just because you actually have to do some movements. And then there's um, a sound stage, which I haven't played yet, but you have to, like, get up and do some movements with that, I think. So I want to try that. I think I might try that either sometime later on this week. But So is that game still fun to play, like, by yourself? Or do you need to play with, like, a group of people? I, like, uh, again, this is going to sound bad, but I like playing it by myself. It's fun to me uh, and I always ask people I'm like hey do you want to play you guys want to play and nobody wants to play because I think it's dumb <laughs> but they're they're crazy because they just didn't even try but um I'm down to play like there's an online part of their or part of the game too and I haven't played that either which I want to try and see if I don't know if it's random people that join in or if you do have to just invite friends like online or what's the situation there so I was going to try that out too cool cool I have one huge problem with that game, and it's that you can't skip the computer's turn. It drives me insane. Oh, you can't, like, autoplay it? Yeah, you're, like, an hour and a half into this game, and you still have to watch Peach, like, roll her die and move every (laughs) single step and have the, like, you know, word bubbles come up. And I'm like, just let me hit one button to skip back to, like, the next human person's turn. Ugh, I don't so mind. Much time. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you want to just like cut through it quick, that's not a bad idea. But no, I I'm like with you. But like after you play like twenty five games, true, you don't need to watch that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you play that many in a row, then yeah, I would. I would want the same thing. Like, can I have a skip option here? Yeah. You know, I've been playing for like yeah. six hours straight. Yeah, I. I mean, that would make sense, I guess. But there, I was playing. I think on hard or very hard. I can't remember which one it was. But it was interesting watching the the deceit between the computers, and they weren't touching me at all. And I was nice. like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> like I, stealing stars. Yeah, stealing stars and and coins and stuff. If, although one of them did steal a star for me, it's like you don't need another star. You have fucking six. So bastards, right? Anyway, rant over. What have you been playing, AJ? Sea of Thieves. I have been. I have mm-hmm. been playing some Sea of Thieves. Tell me. Tell me. And I've really been getting into it. And by lately, I only mean like the last couple days. Uh, the first time I played, they just put me... I did like the... There's two different options. You choose to have like a locked crew and build your own. Or you can choose to like go to like fill your crew mode. Which anytime anyone drops out, more people will be added. So you always have like a full crew. And I did that the first time. Well, where I just like filled in someone's crew and... It was pretty fun. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Angie, I was a bit like you mm-hmm. uh, the last time you were talking about this game, uh, where I just had, like, somebody kind of telling me what to do. And he happened to be, like, a level 75 gold <laughs> bolter or something, or gold hoarder, which I guess is, like, the top level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty dope. Like, I joined in, like, right when we were arriving at a vault, and we ran in. Got like eighty thousand in gold. Like Shit. went back, yeah, went back to the place and turned it in. And then we were like going to like kill some like skull ships or something, and I had to leave. But so I got pretty lucky with my first session. I just like hopped in, got a bunch of gold, and got out. <laughs> like all with dumb luck. 
but I guess I did learn like some strategies, like like how to time the vaults. Like apparently, it like vibrates before the door shuts. I don't know what happens if you get stuck inside of it, because uh, we got out like just in time. But yeah, um, it's a lot. It's a, been a long learning curve. I'll tell you that. Like it's been like we were talking before, you know, the podcast started about the tutorial called the Maiden Voyage, which you didn't see, but maybe you should go back to. It does a good job of being like. This is how you fix the boat with wood, and this is how you switch your weapons, and it gives you like that basic stuff on like at least what your tools do. Yeah, I think that would be helpful because I had no idea what that was, so or that it was even there. I guess I didn't even look. I just started the game. I was like, "Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll figure it out." Yeah, it's like a tiny little. It doesn't say. It just like it says on the bottom right side of the screen, just like yeah. X for maiden voyage. It's not like even a. Like, it's not even something you can click on, like, on the menu. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so that's probably why I missed it. Uh-huh. Or maybe I did it once, and that's why it's there. Either way, it's down there if you hit X. So today, I was just... I did that again. I played... It was, like, six months ago, I did this Maiden Voyage, but uh, today, I, I decided, you know, I could get a refresher because I have a couple buddies who take it pretty seriously, at least seriously enough to, like, know how to play. Yeah. Um... And I'm going to play with them maybe even tonight. So I figured I better like figure out how to play. Maybe even at least like make myself like look a little bit cooler with some clothes. Yeah, I uh, the clothes stuff is pretty interesting that you can, as far as I know, any of the islands or whatever that you places you go that have those shops, you can get a, a decent amount of stuff depending on how much gold you get. And which whenever when I was playing, whatever gold we found, we just split it, which was easy enough. Um. But I was trying to find like a tattoo I can put on my face because I don't want to do that in real life. Yeah, I don't want to do it in real life. I just want to do it in the video game. (laughs) For sure. Oh, man. Yeah, that's great. So apparently they're in season one right now, which is kind of mind boggling to me. I I know that they started as a beta for the longest time, but man, it's so cool. Season one? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because I think I literally think they were a beta for like the last two years. (laughs) Probably, because, yeah, yeah they've been out for so long that I just, I can't imagine them not being in, like, season four by now at the very least. Well, Fortnite's on, like, season 10 or something. Ugh, yeah. It's crazy. But, so, I guess during my gameplay today, I just tried to do, like, one cargo mission. Once I, like, it took me probably, like, two hours just to figure out, like, these are all the shops, these are what these things do, and, like... Because you have to, like, boat between every area, too. You can't, like, fast mm-hmm. travel. Right. And there's no waypoints, either. I have to, And since I'm by myself, I have to keep running from the wheel down to the map. And then, like, <laughs> it starts to turn a little bit. So, like, while I'm running down, like, my heading changes. So I'm like, okay, I got to point, you know, like, this many clicks port or whatever. So I run back up. And then I'm like, okay, I aim it, go for a while, run back down. And then, like... All of a sudden, I'm getting shot by somebody. So, like, oh God. there's, like, three holes in the side of my little boat. And I'm, like, Aww. at this point, I'm not even trying to, like, figure out where I'm going. I'm just trying to, like, bail the water out fast enough to, like, plug <laughs> the holes and run away. So you don't and, sink. Yeah, I almost made it. And then, I don't know, they, like, found me coming back around the island. And at that point, I f- they shot me off my ship. I was, like, doing okay, keeping it, like, afloat, uh, like, limping along, basically. And they, like, shot me with a cannonball right into my dude, broke my wheel, and shot my guy off. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, I had to, like, swim up to, like, a merman or whatever, because the merman bring you back to your ship. (laughs) 
so I math. Sw- yeah, I swim I like, swim up to and they're super creepy too. Like, I don't even wanna And so I swim up to the merman, he picks me up, puts me back on my ship. I can't steer because the thing's broken. I like run down to get more wood, come back up, and they shoot me off again. And then by this time, the, I like I can't even get back to my ship. It's like sinking. I see like the crow's nest going under, and I'm like, no. Oh, God. well, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like so. they were just toying with you, and they just waited for you to come back up to get shot at again. Well, I think I got away the first time because I was go I was using this island as like cover. Oh, and I had okay. fixed my entire left side, and like right when I was about to come back up, they shot me on the right side. I guess, you know, starboard. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> so I was like almost away. And then I just, because as soon as your boat starts sinking with water, you can't like go fast, you know? No. It makes sense. So yeah, that was my <laughs> Sea of Thieves time today. It was a lot of fun though. And really very, very stressful. I can imagine how much better it'll be playing with a friend where at least like one person can like stay down below and look at the map and tell me where to go or tell whoever is steering to go. So are you playing with, sorry if I missed this part, are you playing with friends or are you playing solo? I was playing solo today. So that's why like, I was just like running back and forth between the wheel and the map, like trying to figure out where I'm going and then also keep the boat aiming where we're supposed to be going at the same time was kind of hard because there's no like on-screen map. There's literally just a map and then you use your compass to aim. It's kind of cool actually. Yeah. Right on. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, storms come and stuff, and, like, you're just, like, this tiny boat in these huge waves. I love the game. Even when you fall off, like, as your boat's, like, like sailing away, the waves will be so big where, like, they'll come up and your whole screen will be waved and you can't see anything. And then, like, you'll go to the top of the wave and you're like, oh, there's my boat. And then, like, you go back down to the wave, like, oh, no. <laughs> it's pretty great. Right on. I haven't seen the huge waves yet before, so I want to... Now, now I want to well, just try by myself solo and be in a tiny boat to see, see yeah, what happens. Yeah, they might seem bigger just because I'm in the tiny boat. I guess I'm not that sure. It just seems big in comparison. For sure. <laughs> cool, cool. Anything else you've been playing, man? No, that's pretty much it. How about yourself? Well, I, I was, since I wasn't on last week, I've, I guess I probably have more to talk about than I normally would. I, I did finish uh, Bowser's Fury. Yeah, part I I did think that was kind of cool. I it's an interesting kind of way of presenting like an open world Mario. Mm-hmm. The ending was really weird. You could tell it was kind of like a not a demo because it's it's not small. I mean, it takes a number of hours to beat, not like ten hours, but don't you think it was probably like four to six hours, something like that? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, so at bad least... at guessing. Yeah, it was at least that. And also, I don't know how many stars you finished with, but there looked to be, like, a lot more stars to go get if you were, like, just into collecting them. Yeah, and it's it's a little bit uh, too much cat stuff for me. It's it's overly cat. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Mario does that with everything. Yeah. It's like a theme, and they're called cat shines instead of stars. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> but it is it is cool. It's I don't I don't know that I can really uh, like compare it to any of the other Mario games that I like off the top of my head. But it is an interesting uh, new way of uh, presenting a Mario game. So I would be I wouldn't be against them pursuing like more in that direction. Mm-hmm. In I thought future. it was weird that it's like basically an island world, but and it's like cats because cats hate water. 
Yeah. And that's and it's like surrounded by water. <laughs> dude, I honestly, the first time I put in, put on a cat suit in a Mario game, I was like, can I still jump in the water? Or does that like mean, yeah. like if I jump in water, does that ruin my cat suit? I was trying to uh, eat the fish in Mario 3D World and they wouldn't let me. And I was like, come on, you should at least let me hit them with the cat. Yeah. See, that's my <laughs> thing, man. If you're going to be over the top with all these damn cats, at least have it be realistic cat <laughs> stereotypes that we're yeah. used to. It'd be more <laughs> like, hilarious that way. Exactly. Like eating. They he, like, like gets the, scared and like his tail poops up. Yeah. They <laughs> like lasagna and they hate Mondays. <laughs> that's only one cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh and then i played the i got three months of uh apple arcade with my iphone when i got a new iphone so um, do i have that you might uh so i as i had been talking about a couple weeks ago i got the backbone controller which is like this sweet ass controller that connects to your iphone um or it's like a little holster for your iphone that turns it into like uh a very a lot, a lot like a switch, I guess, is a good way to put it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I played the Pathless on there, which is like an action adventure. Uh, it, it was, it came out towards the beginning of the year, and y'all might remember it. It was kind of um, the artistic style, and also like the mode of locomotion, locomotion throughout the world is like you shoot these little obelisks like throughout the like environment and those give you power-ups to like keep running and stuff so it's it's basically an action adventure game that's full of puzzles like each you have to solve these puzzles in order to get these icons and then as soon as you collect a couple or glyphs or whatever they are and then as soon as you collect a couple of them then you can unlock these towers and once you get three towers you unlock uh, or you're able to like see the boss for that world and you can go attack them which is probably i do wish that i was playing it on like my ps5 or something because that part was super badass like imagine you're at the top of a tower like on breath of the wild and you jump off and hold your like glider open you know your paraglider Mm -hmm. or whatever like you have this eagle or hawk that's like your companion and when you jump off like when you are able to discover these bosses the three towers that you've unlocked like triangulate the position of it and it is this huge like red orb that's flashing lightning inside of it and that's what you're headed towards so you like jump off this super tall tower and then like hold on to your eagle your eagle's like helping you glide into this huge red cloud full of lightning and you like (laughs) go through it and you see the boss like running away from you and you're like, you have to keep chasing them and stuff. It's it's fucking epic, man. So um, I would highly recommend playing that game. It's on Apple Arcade, and I think it's 40 bucks on like PlayStation and Xbox and whatnot. So uh, highly recommend that game, especially if you're into puzzles. The platforming is not fantastic, but uh, and there are a couple puzzles that rely on it that were a little bit frustrating. But other than that, I'd say it's really good. Um, and then lastly, I platinum Bloodborne. So that's awesome. I'm officially one of the best gamers in history. Uh, <laughs> that's what makes you one. Yeah, you're like one think, of the best at following guides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I think my mom and and God, of course, couldn't have done it without him. But uh, no, that was that was pretty sweet, man. I I don't often feel 
accomplished when I get a platinum or maybe I do. And that's why I like them so much, but I don't know. <laughs> having that is like a, I don't know, a badge of honor <laughs> as a nerd honor or something. I don't know. It was fun. It was a good time uh, doing it. I think chasing through the uh, chalice dungeons, a couple of those bosses, especially towards the end are insanely difficult. Like there's one called the bloodletting beast that took me hours to beat. Um, but Dang. it's, it's, it was super fun. So, and it's not a like overly difficult platinum. Like if you beat the game or get to the end of the game, you're pretty close. You just have to do a lot of chalice dungeon stuff. So it's a lot. Of, it was, it was a good time. I had a good time with it. So that's about it. What do you guys say we uh, talk about some news? Tell me, tell me. All right, well, let's start with PlayStation stealing Google's baby. Uh, as some of y'all out there might remember, when Google started, they hired uh, Jade Raymond, who was one of the creators for Assassin's Creed and um, also Watch Dogs, I believe, the first one. Um, she helped create those two IPs. Um, Google hired her to start a studio, and then they recently had let her go in shutting their own studio own like first party studios uh stadia that is yeah i don't know if i would say they stole google stadia's baby because i'm sure like any intellectual property that she was working on is still owned by google so whatever crap is is probably just shelf but but i mean they got they got the creator of their baby but that's i guess that's what i mean though like they stole their like studio basically it sounds like she just took the studio that was at google and uh you know oh is opening the same thing at uh at uh playstation so or not playstation i think it's actually like it's kind of like the kojima thing like it it sounds like it's an independent yeah it's a new independent studio called haven studios but playstation is contracting them for their first ip or whatever so okay makes sense i guess i don't know that sounds kind of cool i i like the first two watchdogs games and i'm a big fan of assassin's creed for the most part so i'm stoked how about you guys yeah she's got some amazing credentials so i'm excited to see what she can put together especially with like i don't know i was trying to th- i was about to throw some shade at stadia but with, with playstation who knows what they're doing when it comes to developing games <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i'm excited um because yeah you're right with her credentials i don't i mean i can't imagine it being something terrible at the you know but she did say that she's going to be having some other talented game developers that she's worked with um so that has to be nice to be able to work with people you've already know what their rhythm is like and what they can do with their experience so we'll see what comes out of it yeah it sounds like she has a little bit of uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for it is but like ability to make her own decisions yeah. 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 For sure. And I, I just think it's so interesting. Like, how many ideas? I'm not a very like I don't consider myself a very creative person, so it's not like I have like tons of ideas for games bouncing off my head all the time. But like, when you go from one studio and they own 
you know, she started, I think, EA Motive or something like that. And like you leave some of your IDs, the ideas there because EA owns them. And then you go to Google and how many uh, ideas did you spout off to them? Like, what are you left with by this point? You know what I mean? Maybe. Well, maybe she kept some secrets. Who knows? Yeah, I'm guessing so, because I'm guessing people in this position probably know well enough to uh, divulge all their best ideas to everyone who will listen, I guess. So mm. uh, I'm hacking into the stream. Can you hear me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's Welcome. up, bruh? We just started the first news thing. I've invaded the I've invaded you all like in Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. I thought I turned that off. Um, <laughs> I don't. I think you have to give up your humanity to do that. Oh, I think I did that already a while ago. <laughs> anyway, up, welcome, Stell or Chris. What's up? I was gonna call you Stellar <laughs> Stern, but that's not right. That it's like a if we did that fusion dance episode again, mm. that and I did would be Stellar Stern. Yeah, yeah. A collaboration. Um, next. We'll be taking a virtual tour through Super Mario World Japan. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, this is again from Polygon from Petrana Radulovich. And uh, the U.S. version of Super Mario World got delayed to 2025. I guess it's supposed to open at Universal Studios. But the one in Japan, I guess, is open now. Which is kind of weird open now but virtually right no i think it's like open Open now. in general oh but you can go on youtube and watch people going on the rides and stuff to get like a virtual experience of mario kart koopa's challenge or yoshi's adventure or power power up band key challenges pretty cool huh yeah, that's nope. awesome. The only thing I'm really interested in at that place, because I'm not a big fan of roller coasters, is... Wait, what? This, like... Yeah, I'm not a big fan of roller coasters. Um, huh. Anyways, the... They have, like... I think it's there. They have, like, actual Mario Kart, where you, like, wear, like, a augmented reality glasses, and you yeah. can, like, see the power-ups and stuff on the go-kart path. Yeah, man. That looks so sick. So, and you can like hit someone with a shell and their cart will like slow down for five seconds or whatever. Yeah. I'm super stoked for that. That looks like the coolest go-karts in the world. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think I'm more stoked for this than I am for like, or than I was for Star Wars World or whatever to open at Disney, you know, mm -hmm. which I've heard is cool and I love Star Wars, but I think I'm more, I would be more stoked to try something like what you're talking about than go on a Star Wars ride to be quite honest, but I think it's kind of cool. I might actually check these YouTube videos out just to see what all the rides are like. I'm not sure if they're supposed to be like a uh, one-to-one -one duplicate on the US one or if it's going to be a little bit different. And I really want to know what tubes do. Like what happens if you walk into a tube? Oh, yeah. What do you Maybe do? There's like a conveyor belt in there. <laughs> yeah, that like you, slowly like, moves you sideways yeah. and up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> breaking the fourth wall and showing you how mario moves through tubes <laughs> or like a pneumatic tube system where it just sucks you up that'd be cool too it literally vacuums you exactly <laughs> like futurama <laughs> <laughs> exactly very cool i don't know i'm kind of stoked for that one to come out in 2025 that's one i will definitely be my son will be like seven years old at that point as hard as that is for me to like deal with in my head and uh, hopefully he would enjoy something like that because I sure as hell would love to go. 
They got the previews of the snacks in some of the videos. Oh, yeah. She's Snack Island. Ooh. Pit Stop Popcorn. Let me come at you with some flavor choices. Caramel Peach Popcorn or Mushroom Cream Popcorn. Mm. What are we thinking? Why does... What does... What does peach. peach have to do with caramel? Nothing. I feel but like I, it should be like cotton candy peach or something. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like pink and fluffy. What was the other one? Uh, we got mushroom cream. That should be a soup. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is. It's just in reverse cream of mushroom. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds terrible. I'm watching this person eat these things. Not getting some super excellent, like, you know, I have him on mute because we're recording, but this man's facial expressions are not selling me on <laughs> really? flavor. He's I didn't, I didn't on. doubt the flavor. I just doubted the naming. If it's straight up mushroom flavored popcorn, like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I don't know, man. And not, not to... Like truffles? Yeah, Mm-mm. there you go. I, that, I mean, I do. Ooh, truffle fries are fire. You just convinced me. Yeah, and like I like cream of mushroom soup is delicious. I just don't think I want popcorn that tastes like that. Yeah, yeah. I bet AJ's no onto it, man. I guarantee you, it's truffle oil. That would make way more sense. It would be uber expensive. I wish I had closed captions on this. <laughs> so when you come to Super Nintendo World, be sure to try both the mushroom cream and yeah. the caramel peach popcorn. Yeah. Dude, they got four more years to workshop these names and come up with something not crappy like mushroom popcorn. Sounds terrible. At least um, they don't hmm. make a toad-shaped ice cream. That should they should think that through. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> no worries, man. Terrifying flavor combinations. <laughs> um, next up, in lieu of just recent happenings in, throughout the world, I guess due to COVID nineteen and the um xenophobia that was created by the previous regime that ran America for four years. Bandai Namco uh, came out with a statement um, to stand in solidarity with Asian American and Pacific Islanders uh, against the uh, kind of anti-Asian aggression that has been cast towards um, people of Asian descent in recent years i guess and i don't know if you guys saw what happened in atlanta earlier today but like eight people were eight women were shot and uh i don't know these things kind of hit home with me because my wife's uh korean and my therefore my son is half asian and uh this shit fucking sucks man like it's uh it's terrible that you can think like there's people out there that uh think because a disease originated from somewhere that anybody who looks like but they what's frustrating is you can't even there's some reports but i mean it, who knows if it even originated originated yeah in the asian yeah, you're country right. which yeah, is you're right. frustrating so in general regardless of the the virus like there's people are ridiculous absolutely ridiculous you yeah, can't it's... pinpoint it on one culture anything on one culture that's just absurd yeah it's it's fucking insane and i think it just speaks to like how i don't know i just remember trump calling it the china virus because he's ridiculous but how many people fucking listen to the dumbass words that come out of his mouth and then act accordingly and 
this is the kind of shit that happens when you say ethnocentric shit like that that well especially you don't think when is harmful right especially when at the moment he was somebody like that people were looking to cuz he is or was president of the country so right. people you know listen to what he has to say it doesn't mean like it's fully heard but you know they just like hear the words and they're like oh he's right before doing yeah, anything exactly. like research so no it's just ridiculous exactly stop judging people based on race and dumb shit like that who cares mm-hmm. don't Agreed. be an asshole anyway <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> no it's really not it's actually really hard to be an asshole to everyone i don't yeah. i don't really understand like where people get the motivation to do all this crazy shit. But anyway, that's that. Yeah. Well, good for them for speaking out though. Just like a lot of people and companies have as of late, which is great. Um, Like, you know, stop Asian hate. I love that. Um, Yeah. Just, I'm glad that they're saying something versus just not saying something, you know? Yeah. hundred percent agreed. Well, let's get back to some good news about games. Game Pass is still killing it lately. They added the, what was it, 20 games from Bethesda last week that uh, has a lot of killer stuff on it that you can play. And they are also announced games coming out tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Um, With a number of games I think a lot of people were stoked about, such as Nier Automata, Star Wars Squadrons, um, Undertale, which... I feel like was already on there in some way, shape, or form, but no, I, um, I don't think now... it's ever been on Xbox. Really? I think this. I, I could be wrong. Well, I know Octopath is making its Xbox debut. Yeah, game and that was another like huge one. Was probably the biggest one, which used to be on the Switch exclusively. And um, I don't know. I think that's pretty sweet, man. They just it'd be really hard to not find something you are interested in playing on an Xbox right now. If you have game pass, there's so much stuff on there. It looks yeah. like was there, um, yes. it launches on Xbox with exclusive content undertale. So this is, this is the first time it's available on Xbox. It's been on PC. I think I don't really understand the appeal of undertale. I don't either, man. I downloaded it because I was hoping I would try it someday, but... I I... bought a physical edition for Switch, thinking like, oh, everyone thinks this is so cool. I'll have this cool physical game. And I'm like, who wants this? Yeah. I don't know. Chris, did you play Undertale? (laughs) I dipped my toe in for like an hour, and my buddy insists that I have to stick to it. It's one of his favorite games, but um, I fall off of it. I have fallen off of it, and I own it on pc because he gifted it to me and i have it on switch because i told him i'd play it if i had it on switch and i just like (laughs) this is like um the witcher 3 for me where it's like i know like i know people like it and i have it and i just have not committed to playing it yet oh and yakuza 6 was the other one that kind of stood out to me yeah um which i know when i was looking at ones or yakuza games that are like must play games i know that one that was one of the ones that was on there so i'm impressed with outriders being a day one on april 1st too yeah i've been wrestling with that in my head a little bit on whether or not i'm gonna buy it and just like stick with my friends in the playstation ecosystem i know it's all crossplay, but it's just different when you're all in the same party sharing the screenshots of the same party 
everyone's trophies are on the same trophy list. Like, you know, it, yeah. so I, I'm really debating on whether or not it's, I already planned on buying it, <laughs> but yeah. now, now so, we'll find out, I guess. What is your progress? Cause I know last week you said, uh, on the pod that you were like leveling up different classes to level seven. Yeah. Is I that... had two, two classes fully, uh, leveled to seven and I even got like some legendary drops for like equipment, but uh, and then my third one is like halfway through, which is cool. You get to keep all that progress too. So, but I don't know if platform matters for that. If it has cross progression, I would guess. My guess is that I don't you know if it log has into that Square Enix thing that it has you sign up for at the beginning oh, or yeah. whatever of the demo, and then that's how they track your progress. Or Maybe whatnot. that's why they were so like you have to have this Square Enix thing to play this game. Yeah, well, I feel like a lot of things are like that now, and uh, yeah. So if you, that's another thing about crossplay I hadn't really thought about, man. Like, if you're playing with somebody who's on PS4, you can't. If you're doing crossplay, you can't be in the same, like. Oh yeah, good point. Because audio uh, Call, party, Call of right? Duty has a voice chat, so maybe it'll be like that. There'll be like an in-game voice oh, party. Oh, gotcha. Where you can add people, and it'll be mm-hmm. rather than being platform-based, it'll be game-based. Yeah, it's like a lobby in the game. And gotcha. then the chat. But that still sucks for, I don't know, because uh, audio is way better when you're in the party on the console. And also you don't have to worry about like randos getting in, you know? Sure. Yeah. Damn randos. <laughs> Either way, this isn't the Outriders podcast. I always want to call it Outsiders, too. Like I have to change my tweets all the time. Yeah. Are you still excited about that game? Or, I think so. Angie or uh, Chris, have either of you played the demo at all? I don't know if it's kind of your thing or not, but. But yeah, I, you know, frankly, like um, that game was like not really on my radar in a way of like being hyped for it. And then seeing it come to Game Pass is like, maybe I will give this a shot, especially since it's crossplay at at launch, like, right? I'm not misstating that. And so like we could all play together pretty easily, relatively speaking. Mm Mm-hmm um yep i think near automata if you haven't played that too that's i mean i think i should have played that game differently and maybe read a little bit more about it before i played it but that's cool that that game's going to be on game pass too that's a pretty good get for uh xbox yeah so it's mm-hmm. already been on uh game pass for or for the console it's coming to pc game oh pass okay though, so this stuff always trips me up man too because mm-hmm. i don't i just opened my game pass on my pc and I have Undertale already installed from whenever I installed it. So I think you're right, Chris. I think it must have been on PC Game Pass, but not console Game Pass. Or they so. got me good with that because one of the main reasons I bought my Xbox One X when I did is because Flight Simulator was coming to Game Pass. Oh, yeah. And then like a week before, they're like, oh, it's it's delayed. It's only coming to PC Game Pass. And now... It doesn't even seem like it's ever coming to console Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like even if the Series X and S might be able to run it. I bet, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I'm they got really me good sure. with that. It's coming to Game Pass. Well, which Game Pass, man? Yeah, exactly. You got to be more specific shady advertisers. Now. Yeah, and they can even <laughs> say like Game Pass Ultimate, and that doesn't really mean anything anymore. So right. Uh, and then uh, on the PlayStation blog today, I guess. PlayStation's trying their best to compete, maybe, or maybe just playing a little bit different of a game in the same realm. Uh, but they announced 10 
free games to download this spring with the Play at Home 2021. I know last week they had announced, uh, what was it? Um, Ratchet and Ratchet Clank? And Cl- yeah, 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 nailed it. Uh, and then today they announced um, Res Infinite, Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica. And then on VR, they announced Moss, Astrobot, Rescue Ooh. Mission. Wow. Pa- yeah. Paper Beast for VR and Thumper, which is for VR also. Thumper, you they're, can play without They're VR just giving too. away the best uh, PSVR game ever made. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Like uh, that Paper Beast game, it looks really interesting. I've never played it. But in uh, Res Infinite, I think, comes with a VR. I um, always thought Res Infinite was mode. just on VR, but I, I'm thrown off. Yeah, I didn't realize you could play it yeah. in VR. Oh, it's because it has like a final area that's VR, right? I'm not sure. Anyway. But you can, apparently you can play it in both. And then uh, for those of you who haven't played it, Horizon Zero Dawn will be free for a limited time starting April 19th. So, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I've never, I mean, that many VR games are really trying to get people out there to buy VR, I guess, or mm-hmm. now that they jump back on board with it or something, I'm not sure. And the witness i i don't i'm not huge on puzzle games but i know a lot of people that really enjoyed that game if people Um, are puzzle heads like it is an amazing puzzle game it is i just get stuck on the same puzzle all the time and then i'm like i I give up yeah my girlfriend and i were like couch co-oping it kind of like passing the controller back and forth and like for a while i would drive and she would solve the puzzles because she's good at puzzles and not as nimble on the sticks but um that was like a go-to like date night thing for us for a long time and it's beautiful like um i think it's a really great game i we haven't finished it but um it's always sitting there like tempting us to come back to it pretty this lineup is wild yeah it's it's pretty legit man and uh like the vr thing kind of gives people a different aspect that uh microsoft as of now can't really offer you know yeah i mean they're just literally just giving these games away for free too i think like from what I've heard, Moss, I mean, I played like a tiny bit of Moss on my buddy's um, Oculus Quest is the wireless one, right? Um, yep. So I played a little bit of Moss. That's an incredible experience, Like, but it was like my first time in VR, basically. Astrobot's supposed to be one of the best platformers ever made. Thumper's an amazing rhythm game and like is probably sick in VR. Like that's a pretty amazing group of things. And then you get Res, which is vr2 and like that's one of the best games ever made so yeah i just actually bought that like a few weeks ago or a month or so ago and i haven't tried it yet but i really should because i was looking for an excuse to pull out my vr recently and yeah it works uh also playstation announced today or was kind of highlighting a few indie games coming um and then at the end of it is when they announced the 10 free games to download this spring I don't know if anybody had a chance to like see them or uh, Disco Elysium. I know some people were pretty stoked about that. That's coming out on March 30th, so the end of this month. Uh, I think that's the first uh, console release. And then they announced some VR, or I'm sorry, some indie puzzle games uh, where the majority of what it looks like they announced. Um, so if you're interested in those, I'm not really terribly familiar with them and I, we don't really have a lot of time to cover them today, but they are on the PlayStation blog and there was some kind of more eclectic stuff. I would say, uh, if you want to go there, go to the PlayStation blog and check. I'm out. excited for Disco Elysium. I still haven't played that game. 
the PC version's yeah. getting a big update too that's coinciding with that. Um, and with that, we will uh, answer a couple of listener questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First, our homeboy Alec writes in and says, what's a game you gave up on but then came back to? I started Sekiro in 2019 but rage quit during one of the bosses and stopped playing. Went back to it and finished it recently, and now I think it's one of my favorite games of the generation. Sounds very similar to, I guess, myself. Like, I did that with Bloodborne. I played it and quit in 2015 when it came out um, at the point where I think, at least from what I've heard, a lot of people kind of give up on that game after you beat Rom the Vacuous Spider. And <laughs> uh, But following the the guide really helped me kind of, like, power my way through that kind of stuff. Otherwise I probably would have been at the same point all over again. Do you guys have any examples of this? Um, I don't know about to the extreme that you had where like you came back and like went all the way through and platinumed it. But there's been games like the game that I talked to today and the, what we've been playing section, uh, sea of thieves. Like when I first started playing or when I first played that, I did, the tutorial one mission and i was like okay cool goodbye and then now i'm like back to it like actually figuring out how the map works how to like you know figure out my goals how to accept missions and i have like a couple people i'm actually going to play with so you know in a way I, I came back to this game uh in a very similar way i guess right on how about you chris i have so many examples um not necessarily ones that i've finished but like I put down games and come back to them all the time. <laughs> um, like Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age, I like picked up for another like one boss fight and then set back down again after playing it two years ago. Um, but uh, the most obvious example that's on the tip of my tongue right now is uh, Dark Souls, where I, I think I picked that game up two or three times prior to this go at it uh, over the years and just got stuck kind of in the same area in the undead berg right at the beginning. Um, and then now I'm like way, way into the remaster. Um, so I'm glad that I uh, keep coming back to it. I'm going to have to message you when I, I'm going to load up my switch version of dark souls remastered and see where I left off and see where message you and see where that kind of compares to where your frustration kind of, hit its apex point oh i mean it was like very much at the start of the game yeah i i would say i mean i'm a, like a few hours in but definitely not super far into it i just remember this one boss that i tried to cheese and beat it that way and uh it didn't work the youtube videos lied and, <laughs> and i just kept dying over and over again like one hit dying and it was very frustrating so but I, I don't know. The Bloodborne thing has kind of made me think to go back and play some of the games that I maybe quit on back in the day that I found were too difficult or whatnot. But yeah, they patch that stuff all the time too. Like yeah, some of the patches are specifically to get around people finding ways to cheese bosses. From what I could tell with Sekiro, so exactly. As you guys were talking, I think. For me, it was, I can't remember exactly which Mortal Kombat game it was, but, um, and I think, because looking at them, I, I want to say Mortal Kombat X maybe, but it was one of the campaigns, so they had like 
a really awesome campaign in one of the Mortal Kombat games, and I was just playing it and playing it, and I just kept getting stuck on one of the worlds, I think, and I just said, fuck this, mm-hmm. I'm just done. I'm just done. But then I just came back to it, and I had such a great time continuing playing it after that. But I think that would be one of my right on. rage quit games, for sure. Never Realm. Yep. Then we had our homie Sam wrote in and said, what is the highest game on your list of shame? I, for example, have never played a Metal Gear game. I just don't see the appeal. To which I say, we're going to block you now, <laughs> Sam. Because that's ridiculous. I'm actually a little <laughs> bit with Sam. Really... Uh, I've never I've never uh, played an entire Metal Gear Solid Sam. game by myself ever. Yeah. Wow. I've just watched that's other incredible. people play like over at their houses back in the day. Same. Um, specifically the second one. But, like... I'm not even really that ashamed of that. Um, I'm more ashamed that I had to Google what does Dota stand for today before our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, defensive. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dude, I've given up on that. I think I've looked that up so many times. And I I helped him with that, Chris. I don't even care anymore. Maybe maybe I was the right person for that recording. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Uh, um, Oh, man. Unbelievable. Angie, how about you? Uh, it's a good question. Um, I mean, I've never played a Metal Gear game. I've never... Like, some of the games that you guys were talking... There's a lot of the games that you guys have been talking about that I just have never played. But again, some of those are yeah. also PlayStation, and I don't have yeah. one. So there's kind of that situation, too. Um, so, I mean, I don't I have remember. a specific one. There's kind of... A, a good chunk of them that I wish I had played. Yeah, I just. Well, I, I guess know. my cross-platform shame game would be Gears. Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. played Gears. For me, I read this as like, uh, if you were gonna look at the greatest games of all time list, what mm-hmm. number does that game come in at? You know, like what's the highest up of the greatest of all time that you haven't played? You know, that's what my read on this question is. And so because of that, I will be right back while I Google quickly. Uh, I'm already beating you to it. I... Well, hold on a second, though. <laughs> that list is garb, though, because you're going to say that your shame game is like Mario Brothers, like Super Mario Brothers 2. Like, I played the re-release like, of that that's on probably the, one of the I love that game. It's good. <laughs> I know, but like compared to, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think... Go ahead, Chris. What were you so like, say? just like going off of the um, incredibly wrong IGN list. Um, I had to say that because I'm a big fan of Jared <laughs> Petty's top 100 games of all time podcast. Uh, shout out to Jared. Um, I think like technically I have played Half-Life 2, but I did not get very far into it. So like, I think that's up there, but like, I feel no shame about that anymore. I think, like, just I'm looking at the same list you are looking at. I think for how big of a Zelda fan I am, A Link to the Past, which is available for me to play not only on my Switch, but also on the SNES Classic. Wait, 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 wait. You played A Link Between Worlds before playing Link to the Past? Yes, I did. No wonder you love that game so much. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense, but I did it. Uh, (laughs) So I think that's probably high up there. And I know... 
uh, Final Fantasy, the first Final Fantasy I ever played was Final Fantasy 15. Played and finished, I guess. So I think uh, I've heard Final Fantasy 6 is really good uh, or is one of the better ones. Number 37 on this list. So I feel like that's a gap as well as I, I have a number of them if I really had to keep going. Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Red Dead Redemption 2. Like I never, I've played some of these games, but not finished them. So um, yeah, Portal. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go off of this list, I mean, Castlevania would be my first one that I have not played ever. And then it would next be Dark Souls, which you guys, Dark Souls, Chris, I'm sorry, I just never played it. You I'm know, not saying I don't um, want to play it. I'll mail you my it. trilogy disc when I'm done with it. <laughs> so nice. I'll send. I'll send the curse. <laughs> You'll have the dark side For... after I'm done with this. What? Exactly. I'll send the cursed object your way. Um, it's taken over my oh, entire life. Oh, here we life. go. Um, <laughs> yeah, Symphony of the Night's amazing. So, what, <laughs> ten out of ten, like would recommend. Um, I think, if like, only my they'd honest make answer. A good port of it, man. Like, there isn't a good way to play that game right now. It was on the 360. I think yeah, you I can maybe download it. I don't know. I have oh. Symphony of the Night got ported to 360. Wait, There's also um, a PSP version of it that's included huh. with Dracula X Chronicles Rondo of Blood's re-release for the PSP, but I think you have to beat Rondo of Blood to unlock it to play it. Dude, Anyways, I, know, I, I know we're going long, but... I just had to have to also say I did buy like the Castlevania collection on this uh, PlayStation and it was like it is the biggest honka joke Konami has ever like put on the market. It's ridiculous because it uh, is literally like in the four by three aspect ratio, you know, and then on the sides of the screen, it doesn't even have like a fire like animated it's just like the shitty uh, like picture of like flames that are on yes on the right and left side like of the construction screen. paper maybe it's Pro- production <laughs> ridiculous. are not super hot on that um, <laughs> like if no. i had to answer the question like honestly from my gut it's witcher 3 is <laughs> like the top of my pile of shame and then Undertale oh, yeah. immediately under it to circle back to the stuff i said earlier like, uh, same it, you i know would what? be wrong not to bring those two up you're saying the same really yeah same with witcher i feel like there's so many people that it's it's almost again like one of those things i mentioned before like a cult following and i've just never played them and i just I feel kind of, I honestly feel a little horrible saying it out loud that I've never played it, but I've never played it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for writing in. We appreciate that. We always love having writing questions to answer during the episodes from the fans. <coughs> Excuse me. You all right? Baby? <coughs> all right. I think so. Uh, that does it for our show today, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. AJ, how about you let the people know where you're at before you die? You can find me at AJ. <laughs> I was going to edit all that coughing out, but now I don't know if I can. <laughs> oh, you can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E on Twitter. Also, AJAXZ1313 on Twitch at times. Or uh, go Chris, find how about you, man? I'm at VG Occasion on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, 
catch nice. the Monday morning coffee stream at. 7 I narrowly missed it this week. I woke up like right after it ended, and I was kind of sad because I was going to hop in there and mess around in the chat. Angie, how about you? At Stellar Smalls on Twitter and Instagram Sweet. and Twitch, which I need to get back into. You can follow me at Johnny Sampsonite on Twitter. You can also follow the podcast at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. You can email us at podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Also go to mostlynormalgamers.com and sign up for our newsletter uh mostly normal monthly and lastly leave us a five-star review on whatever <laughs> thing it is that you listen to this show on that would be much appreciated so do it because do we it so uh, make yeah. chris happy please i'm not usually one to be scandalized by top 100 lists but just as we sign off here Are you saying it should be lower or higher sixth best king of all time i like fable There's a game called Persona 5 coming in at 7 years. Persona 5 is 40. All right, then. Well, see you later. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.